Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Awesome to have you along for the ride today. The most common multiple income streams is our topic for today's podcast. So much fun. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. A credit union that offers Bitcoin? Give me five. For a limited time only, get $5 of free Bitcoin through the Southland Credit Union app. Enrollment is quick and easy. There's no hidden fees, and you can conveniently fund Bitcoin purchases directly from a Southland account. Claim your free Bitcoin today by going to thecollegeinvestor.com slash Southland. Bitcoin accounts and services provided by NIDIG. Not NCUA insured. Restrictions apply to Bitcoin bonus. See terms. And don't forget to check out thecollegeinvestor.com slash Southland to sign up. Okay, so if you're thinking about diversifying your income, you might be asking yourself, how do I diversify my income? It's actually pretty straightforward. And a lot of us have already have actually multiple income streams. You just might not even realize it. The goal of creating multiple income streams should be to maximize your potential in each category available to you. If you're just starting out, it really isn't reasonable to expect to generate tons of rental income. However, if you start maximizing your income generating potential through your primary salary, you will find yourself having excess income that you can reinvest to generate additional income streams and earn more money. Remember, the average millionaire has seven different income streams. Seven! Here are the most common ones. Of course, your primary salary. For most people, their primary salary is their main income stream. In fact, I think everyone starts this way. If you didn't, I'd love to hear your story. <laughs> the goal is to maximize your primary sta- salary to a point where you are generating enough free cash flow to reinvest in secondary income streams. How do you do this? Well, try to get the highest paying job if you can, or ask for a raise. Utilize services such as Glassdoor.com to see how your salary competes with others in your same job. Some companies really force employees to leave to get a raise and then come back for another raise. This industry jumping promotional strategy is very common and it could work. Or there is another theory for your primary salary. Generate enough income to have a little excess cash flow, but do it at a place that you can work stress-free and have time to dabble in other projects. There's a good friend of mine who has this setup. He works 10 to 5 and makes $50,000 a year. This allows him to easily cover all of his expenses, but the shorter hours and flexibility in his job allows him to pursue his secondary income-generating ideas. Either way, the great thing about your primary salary is that you can usually get benefits like health insurance that really help protect you while you're pursuing your other ideas. The other common stream of income, a secondary salary or your spouse's salary. So no matter what venture you undertake in life, you need a team. I'm a firm believer in teamwork, even if it's just to bounce ideas off of or to have someone tell you that you're off track. For a lot of us, this person is their spouse, who also brings some income diversity to the table. So just like I mentioned before, if your spouse has income, try to maximize it. I would throw in some caution here. If your spouse works at the same company or in the same industry as you, you're not diversified. 
And should something happen, you could be in a world of hurt. Companies do go out of business. Companies do lay employees off. There's nothing wrong with working together, but realize that you are not diversified and you should be trying to maximize other income streams as a result. Of course, we can talk about investment. This is the College Investor Audio Show, mind you. (laughs) But after employment, I think that most individuals gain income diversification through investing. It's important to look at why we invest, though, because at some point we plan on using this money for something. For most, it's saving for retirement, and the investing is done through vehicles, such as a 401k or IRA. But investing is not just about stashing money away for a rainy day. That's what an emergency fund is for. Investing is about having enough capital to generate income. Investing generates income through dividends, interest, and return of capital. You really want to maximize the first two and stay away from the return of capital as much as possible. Think about it. If you're saving for retirement, you're trying to save enough in investing to generate enough income to replace your primary salary. Let's take my friend's example from before, 50 grand a year. To generate $50,000, you would need to have almost 1.7 million saved and be able to generate a 3% cash flow on that money, which is reasonable if invested in dividend-paying stocks. You can also draw down on your principal if needed, but this is a return of your invested capital. And if you continue this for a long period of time, you run the risk of exhausting your resources. So if you're ready to start investing, we have a list of some of the best places to get started at thecollegeinvestor.com. All right, now let's take a look at rental property. Purchasing a rental property is another common way that individuals can generate an income stream. It's very similar to investing in that you take a sum of money to purchase the property and the property returns a cash flow in the form of rent. You do have expenses related to this that are different from investing, such as a mortgage, utilities, property taxes, etc., which all must be taken into consideration when calculating the return on your rental property. Rental property does have tax advantages that investing just doesn't have, but I'll touch on that at a later time. The problem with rental property is that initial capital outlay required to get started. For most people, starting to diversify their income streams you're probably not going to have a 20% down payment to purchase an income-producing property. That's why this is usually something that is done later in life, almost like an advanced multiple income stream topic. However, there are ways to do this earlier in life, such as getting started with real estate crowdfunding. With real estate crowdfunding, you can become a limited owner in real estate for a smaller amount of money. It's a great way to get started investing in real estate. We recommend a couple of platforms for you. You can start investing in real estate for as little as $5,000 at platforms like Realty Mogul. They have different multifamily and commercial properties that you can invest in. Another similar platform is Fundrise. They only have a $500 minimum to get started and a ton of options we love as well. Fundrise has really been a great performing passive income investment over the last year. You can read our full Fundrise review at thecollegeinvestor.com. If you have a little more to get started, check out Roofstock. With Roofstock, you can purchase single-family turnkey investment properties online. We have a link to Roofstock as well at thecollegeinvestor.com. 
check this out too. You could actually consider investing in U.S. farmland. Farm Together is a company that allows you to have ownership of farmland and collect rents as well as appreciation. Farm Together is also linked at inside this article at thecollegeinvestor.com. You can start an online business or even a hobby business. The final most common stream of income is creating a side business. This business could be online or offline, and I like to call it a hobby business because it usually takes a form that relates to the owner's hobby. For example, if you're tech-savvy and enjoy working online, you might sell on eBay or create a website, like I did, or promote your services through a site like Fiverr. If you like to work offline, you could do party light candles, makeup like Avon or various clothing and jewelry lines. If you don't know where to get started, we have a list of 50 plus side businesses you can start right now. Or how about a list of 30 different passive income streams you can build today? That is also at thecollegeinvestor.com. Creating multiple income streams. That's the point. You can diversify your income in various ways. You can basically choose one of each from the categories we talked about today and create a very diversified income portfolio. The other point is this. It's easy to get started. <laughs> you don't need to be super rich and you don't need a lot of time to get started. To say it requires no time at all would be a lie, but you don't need to make anything we talked about today your whole life. You can work at your job, invest your excess income, save to buy a rental property, or rent out a room in your current house, and start a side job online without breaking a sweat. The reward from these activities will be financial freedom. And who doesn't want that? That is our show for today. I hope it got your wheels turning with a ton of ideas for you. If you want to find out more, go to all the resources we talked about at thecollegeinvestor.com copy and paste the title of the podcast right into the search bar and you'll find it. Also, we'd love to come along on your journey and, and help you in any way we can. Get to know us on social media. Follow us, like us, friend us, all that different stuff. Just search for The College Investor. You'll find us pretty much everywhere. Thanks again for stopping by today and we'll talk to you again real soon.